0: Dog bell rings, he drops a bag outside. When we beat the fucking mail, it's a hell of a ride. One for my buddy, two for the show, three hours less, and away we go. Listen to mail. Listen to mail. Gilbert and Frank's very amazing, colossal mail mailbag. Colossal mailbag.
1: Colossal
2: bag I'm Gilbert Godfrey, and this is Gilbert Godfrey's. Uh, man. <laughs> I fucked it up. Strike Hi, yes. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, here with my co-host Frank Santopadre, and yeah. this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions. Beautiful. And and I want to get one thing out of the way, like yeah. the papers have been saying that Raybone yeah. is dying of Munchausen syndrome has it been covered in the I, media. I, yes, I didn't realize I, that. I say he is living with Munchausen syndrome. I would say thriving. Yes, he's battling. He's putting up a brave battle. I'm a fighter. We're gonna remake Brian's song. <laughs> we'll
3: call it Raybone's song.
2: Da, 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 nah. <laughs> You're gonna be the subject of a movie of the week.
0: That's a great blues tune. Gilbert. Well, <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's 2019. Holy shit, we've been doing this for five oh, always. years. It scary. Almost. All right, five I'm going to kill myself. I, I remember
0: you guys back then.
3: Don't mm-hmm. kill yourself. We're, we're, in a, we're in a new year. Welcome, Ray Bone.
0: Thank you. How are you feeling? Uh, much better. Uh, every Are time you? every time Gilbert mentions my name, I get a little surge of energy.
3: Did you, you know? see the HBO series uh, with Amy Adams' uh, Sharp Objects? No, I did, I did not. Because Munchausen, by proxy, plays a role. Uh-oh, spoiler if anybody didn't hear <laughs> <Yeah. you>. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't seen
2: the show. She got it from this show.
0: <laughs> That's it. I did, however. Plays a role. I did finally catch up with Mrs. Maisel. Uh-huh. And who did I see introducing Lenny Bruce in, in the a, pilot? In the pilot. This uh very very well yeah. next to Very nicely done, Gilbert.
2: Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Finding your way on the hottest show on television. I, I, How do you do it? Very uh, that's that's amazing because it's it's every now and then, I mean, and decades past that I'll do something of respectability <laughs> by sheer by sheer accident. Because I just got a, a residual check for like about ten dollars and and uh it was added up. One thing was um um, um uh hot to trot. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> what was the residual check yeah, for hot to it, trot? It was like well, added up eleven uh, cents. It was hot to trot and um and funky monkey. Funky
3: monkey, you're getting residual checks. Yeah, yeah. and
2: something else that added. To $10. $10. Well, one of them was the Robert De Niro film, The, the Comedian? The Comedian, which no one saw. Wow. <laughs> More people saw Funky Monkey. Yes. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what can you do with 10 bucks? <laughs> Shit. Thank you, Arnie Kogan. Uh, (laughs)
2: Uh, That's your your retirement right there.
3: I get checks for cartoons that I wrote in the 90s, like Angry Beavers and and Cat Dog and weird stuff like that. They still come.
2: It's so weird when you get a check and you go, when did I do this? I don't remember. My wife
3: opens the envelope and is like, oh, there's $82 in here.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, You ever see the bars that if you bring a residual check that's under a dollar, you get a free drink at the bar? Yeah, there was a a, New there
3: was a restaurant in L.A. called in the,
2: Residuals.
3: Well, the, yes, yeah. there was there was a bar in L.A. called Residuals. There was a restaurant called the Hampton Cafe, I think, that was run by a guy named I'm going to get this right, but by Stanley Ralph Ross, who was a sitcom writer, and he wrote for Batman. And the idea was that writers were charged. If you could prove you were a writer, you got ten percent off your bill. But you're, if you were an agent, you had to pay the extra 10%. Oh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well that was enforced. How consistent, that was the gimmick at the Hampton Cafe in uh, in L.A., which is gone, and so is the great uh, Stanley Ralph Ross. Gilbert, a little bit of housekeeping before we do listener yes. mail, because people are dying to talk to you yeah. and ask oh, you you and no. Raybone questions. Uh, a movie currently playing called The Favorite. You know where I'm going with this? With uh, I believe Emma Stone.
2: Oh Does yes, sound yes, right? Olivia where, Coleman, where Emma Stone. Where they do the whole thing about the uh, there's an orange, orange wedges.
3: wedges. There's a scene of somebody eating me. Fuck you, Is Emma really? Stone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> you
3: gotta be kidding. There's really. Uh, am I getting this right? Is it Emma Stone? The Emma, fa- Emma Stone, the Olivia yeah. Coleman. Yeah, Olivia Coleman just and, saw when uh, the Golden Globe last night.
2: We've been talking about orange wedges. As some argue, it's tangerine wedges. On this show for years now. Yeah. And, and now, these johnny come lately Emma-come-latelys. <laughs> Emma yeah, yeah. Emma-come-latelys. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what the scene consists
3: of because I haven't seen the movie. Do you, no, do but you? it makes me angry. Somebody's throwing oranges at somebody. You know. And, it, and, and I assume it's for some kind of sexual what, gratification. What kind
2: of world
0: have we come to where somebody can steal the orange wedges bit? I don't know.
2: Yeah, it'll always be ours. And and <laughs> and, and, and I think in Julia Roberts' next film... She shits on a glass coffee table. I didn't know right. that. <laughs> yeah. We had a nice
0: piece of artwork along those lines, by the way. Dara, cancel Julia Roberts. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I have a gift for you. We did a gift episode over Christmas, but this one came the day after we did the episode. Yes. This is from my old friend Fred Wheaton, who I work with at Topps. He's a, uh, he's a designer and an artist and an illustrator and does Wacky Packs and Garbage Pail Kids and all that cool stuff. And he sent this oh. for you.
2: You know what that and, is? And this is—it's a pin. It's a Iago. It's your character. Oh my god! Yeah, how about that? Because Very I went—I went
3: public on social media uh, when I was down in Disney World, saying I couldn't for the life of me find an Iago pin. And I mean, I was hitting up weirdos like collectors <laughs> who were walking around with their books right. in the park. And and Fred Wheaton, bless his heart, found you an
2: Iago pin. Thank you. How about that? Thank you, and a Yago pin. Yeah. Very, thank you. I don't you, want to Frank.
3: see that shit on eBay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Give it an hour.
3: Dara? I'll,
2: I'll get a tiny pen and <laughs> write my name on it.
3: <laughs> and uh, two quick uh, announcements. Uh, uh, Larry Storch, one of the first guests on this show. Yes. Be wonderful, ageless. Larry Storch,
2: who stands on his head
3: every still day, still stands on his head. <laughs> Speaking of which, we just had Gomez Adams in here. That's right. And I'm still a flutter. Yeah. Yeah. John Aston was was here, uh, and it only took us uh, two and a half years and about seventy two <laughs> phone calls. <laughs> And some begging and pleading to when get him he, here.
0: Uh, when is that episode coming up? Soon. Soon. Young man.
3: <laughs> ah. uh, but Larry Storch turned
2: 96. Wow.
3: Our friend Matt Beckhoff uh, had, had a party for him at, at a local theater. And it's on. you guys can go on Facebook and see Larry dressed in his groovy guru costume <laughs> 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 from Get Smart from the 60s. I don't know how they did this or how they found the groovy guru costume. I guess they made a new one. And Larry put on the shades,
2: the whole beatnik
3: thing, and the fake uh, the fake goatee or the uh, the Van Dyke, and did a whole groovy guru thing. It's on it's on Facebook. It's on Larry Storch's appreciation page, and I will Larry
2: Storch. Nothing can stop the guy. The guy (laughs) is unstoppable. Probably because he's still standing on his head. I think so. He's been a
3: vegetarian for years, which will tell you something.
2: And I did some show, some crazy reality show where i was in like uh like some kind of schoolyard outside area in the middle of the hot summer and larry storch showed up wow. to say hi wow he came to our live show. We yes, did that show with yes. uh, with Whoopi,
3: uh, Caroline, and, and he showed up. And everybody,
2: I we introduced him, and everybody went nuts. The yeah. most
3: beloved man in show business. Yeah. That's outs- right. I, outside I forgot that. we were the there. We were there that next to me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 also ageless.
2: <laughs> so happy birthday, happy birthday Larry, Larry. We adore you. Many more to come. You are
3: a blessing and a, and a treasure. And we have to say a sad goodbye also to our friend Bob Einstein.
0: Yes. Oh, that really got um, me. so sad.
3: Gilbert wrote a beautiful tribute on CNN. You wrote an op-ed that was very well received, got many, many page views, which we were happy about, uh, that, that people could see our, our appreciation for Bob. Um, we'll talk about it when we schedule our um, In Memoriam
2: episode yeah. at, at, in greater uh, detail, but a terrible loss for us. Uh, he, he was one of those interviews that you just kick your shoes off, sit back. I listened to it again. let him take over the did show. You, did you
3: listen, go back and listen yeah, to it? Yeah, yeah. I listened to it, and I, I had tears streaming down my face. I was screaming from the other room. My wife did, did not know what was happening to me. He killed us. Yeah. He basically <laughs> ripped us apart yes. for an hour, and it was the funniest hour of my life.
2: Um, and he, Yeah, because I think the CNN piece is uh, titled... Uh, he viciously insulted me, <laughs> yes. and I've never laughed harder. And I,
3: did, I didn't know him. It was set up by a mutual friend. My old friend, Lee Kernis, who, who was handling Bob, said, you got to have Bob on the show. Of course, we made it happen. He just ripped us to death. Yes. And then he called that, he called my cell about a week later, and I got to meet the real Bob Einstein. Yeah. And he was the sweetest and the most grateful and so happy and told us how important it was what we, that, uh, what we were doing, and it meant the world to me.
2: And and it was one of those shows from the first second you go, well, this is no work on our part. We just sit back.
3: Well, uh, one of a uh, one of a kind. One yeah. of a kind. And we'll talk about him in more uh, detail when we get around to the In Memoriam episode. We're trying to get it out before the Oscars do theirs. In the meantime, um,
2: read the CNN article. Read the CNN yeah. article,
3: the op-ed that Gilbert wrote. Uh, it's very sweet. Um, Albert Brooks sent out a lovely uh, tweet. About his brother too, uh, that was very sad. Uh, I'm sorry we didn't get him back a second time, uh, but I will treasure that f- that first show. Yeah, uh, that was t- insane, insanity, <laughs> insanity, and I'm so proud of it, and I'm so thrilled that we that we ha- we he, had him.
2: He was one of those just off and running when he came on. <laughs> Absolutely,
3: now, uh, Frank.
1: There was I kind of dropped yes, the ball a little bit, as you pointed out. Remind me who the guest is you killed. What's that? There was a guest you killed recently by oh, mentioning well, them.
3: Well, Frank likes to—we'll give them a little <laughs> backstory on this. Frank likes to claim that, that I mention people on the show in passing, and then they actually pass. Right. And it's yeah. happened— I 20,000 times. It's happened several times. Many we, times. Uh, well,
0: every Everybody we talk about on the show is at an age where they've got one foot over well, the edge we already. Lost six,
3: so. we lost six podcast guests this year. We lost Charlotte Ray, Ken Berry, Will Jordan— Marty Allen, Bob, and uh, and our buddy James Karen.
2: Oh yeah. So it's been
3: a rough year, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to say the least, which we'll we'll go into in depth. But to answer Frank's question, I was we were having we had Mario here right. for the Christmas show, and I made some goofy and, joke and about he
2: died. No, no, Mario,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Mario is well. Mario is alive well, and well
2: and thriving. Julie Andrews was another one we killed. Well, well Julie Andrews <laughs> yes. is still with us.
3: But uh, I mentioned, and and we're
2: all mourning the death of (laughs) Julianne. You just want to be first.
3: (laughs) You're not first; you're last (laughs) in this
0: business.
3: We had uh, I made a a Captain and Tennille joke, To Mario.
1: Oh,
3: and and a couple of days, maybe a week or two later, we lost Daryl Dragon. And Frank, you're slipping because usually it's
1: your job. I was very sick and very busy
3: over the. Yes, I understand. But, you know, you got to stay on top and, of this and shit. And speaking
1: of Mario, when I was editing the, the holiday show, I went to that he was talking about a Lifetime movie he did recently when he was plugging stuff, and I found it on YouTube. But I guess to, to surpass sort of the copyright protection, they pitched it down. So I found this scene with Mario with his voice pitched down a couple of steps. Yeah. And he's like— are you sure you really want to go out there and do that? It was like, it was like Butch Mario. It was the most You have to look for oh, it. Oh, he can be
2: Butch. We will return to Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast after this.
3: Uh, you want to do a couple of quick Twitter questions? Absolutely. To wrap it up here? Because yes. people want to, uh, want to talk to you. Uh, Patrick Connor says, hey, Frank, I just came across the podcast recently. I have been binging since. I wanted to compliment you for your, oh, I imagine I found this one first, for your research and interview skills. How did I have this one queued up? <laughs> uh, every guest literally says, how the fuck did you know that? It's obvious how good you are on your preparation. Well, we just got one of those out of John Aston. Which was very, very satisfying.
0: People tell me that same thing, too. They do? Yeah. Just,
3: well, yeah. how nice. Uh, it's <laughs> this... My... <laughs> The fact that I've sacrificed everything else in my life
0: <laughs> for
3: it, uh, there's a payoff. Richard Ugino, or Ugino, uh, I just finished the episode with Mario on my way home tonight for some post-holiday cheer. I have never laughed harder. Thank you, Betty Davis. Thank you, Julia Child and Cher and Carol and Liza. It was spectacular. Boy, and, Mario brings it every year.
2: And I, f- I forgot who sent me this tweet, but someone sent me a tweet that said... Nothing says Christmas more than Gilbert asking Mario if there's any dick he won't suck. <laughs> yes, I saw that tweet. <laughs> I still can't get over the whole uh, Richard Kind airplane. That debacle. was nutty. That
1: yes. made the show for me. I, I was in tears listening to it again. Because
2: yeah. I'm arguing back and forth. We're talking about uh, basically how many dicks he sucked. <laughs> and, and Richard Kind is on the phone on a plane. And, yeah, and, yeah, on a plane, and he turns to the guy sitting next to him. He goes, uh, did, did, did you hear any of that? And the guy said, the guy in the bathroom at the end of the plane heard that.
1: Actually, yeah, <laughs> I sent you guys, because I was recording him the whole time, but the audio wasn't usable, but I sent you guys a snippet with Richard cranked up and you can hear the plane and his reaction. He's like, Oh, Oh, gee. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, geez. Oh, ge- oh geez. Are you hearing this? Oh, Oh, geez. I gotta go. I gotta go.
3: But I, Really I funny it in the
1: show. Cause it was just too hard. Really to
3: funny. Only, only this show would, would get a guy who's calling with two minutes to start a show. He's on a plane. No, no. we well, haven't even done the intro yet, but now, in fairness,
1: because Mario called us out on that too. In fairness, because Mario wanted to rehearse for a good 34 minutes before he made did late. the show. That's true. We missed Richard in the yeah. car to the airport. All right, screw
3: you, Cantone. All right, so it's all his fault. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Morris Hollygarden uh, says, Bob Einstein's episode of your podcast has always been held close to my heart as it gave me one of the biggest belly laughs of all time. I will re-listen this weekend and I will raise a toast to a great man and the warm way that Gilbert and Frank interviewed him.
2: Oh.
3: That's very, very sweet. Um, I'm going to weep. Uh, let's see what else is here. Here it is, Wallace Greenslade. Hey Frank, I don't know if you and Gilbert know, or if listeners have brought this to your attention, but the favorite with Emma Stone includes a scene that Cesar Romero would be very <laughs> would enjoy very much. Fuck I, you, Emma Stone. I, I could not <laughs> stop thinking of Gilbert <laughs> the entire time. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Here, here. Um. Ba, ba, ba. Lots of tributes to Bob. Uh, Douglas Hanau, H uh, A N uh, A H A N A U or Hanau. The more I think about it, Frank is George Feneman to real Gilbert Scrout show.
2: You know, we've said that. <laughs> we've said a few it on this times. actual
3: show. I, yes. I introduced myself at the very beginning when we started this podcast, and people thought they were just coming in to talk to Gilbert. Right. And I was like, "Who is this motherfucker that I, <laughs> that I have to talk to?" And I would just try, try to. Uh, diffuse the situation, I would say, I'm the George Fenneman.
2: And they'd say, who the fuck is George Fenneman? <laughs> a couple of
3: people laughed and, and got it.
2: And who the fuck is Groucho Marx? <laughs> yeah, well, there's <so, laughs> yeah.
3: a little bit of that. Um, Sandy Hackett. Yes. Yes, a lot of nice responses to the Sandy Hackett episode. And we found this great clip of Sandy as a boy <laughs> with his dad on laughing, oh. uh, which is which is great.
2: And... No surprise, a lot of great reactions to Dick Cavett's return.
1: That's right. Oh, I have a quick quick That's Sandy right. Hacker thing that you may have forgotten. Go. This is a little inside baseball. Yeah. That was a mini. I had to go back in and re-record the intro. I had to lift part of an intro from another show where, G- where Gilbert says, Amazing Colossal Podcast. Yes. Because it was slated as a Colossal Obsession. It was going to be an obsession, But episode. then it went so long, but we never recorded another intro for it. So he got this really brief intro.
3: Yes. Uh, and that's, that's my fault because I meant to to post record a proper intro yeah. to Sandy. So I Frankenstein
1: la- one. <laughs> but, yeah, but the last
3: show with Mario here rehearsing yeah, and, yeah. The, and the keyboard, and then we had the whole behind the scenes crew in here and the yeah. gifts. And was I was lot. I was so close to an embolism. I wanted it to worked. say
0: one thing about Mario. Please you know, do. We love him. He's so funny and such a great guy and i was very impressed he had the when he when you did the episode he had a cold or something yeah. on. and he was unhappy with the way he did one of the songs and he came back the next week just to redo that song he i mean he no one's he's supposed he's, to
1: know that paul uh, well, <laughs> it <edited laughs> specifically so you couldn't <laughs> tell <laughs> nice job paul
3: you fucking
0: it. <laughs>
3: you just revealed a, uh, yeah. a behind-the-scenes secret.
1: <laughs> we did it in a way that no one would ever know. Yeah. Intentionally.
3: <laughs> but now that it's out there, you know, it's, it's, a out tribute, <laughs> it's a tribute to Mario's, Mario's professionalism. That's
0: exactly where I that was That he had a about. cold, yep. and he
3: wasn't happy with the way that it sounded, and we booked extra time, and he came back. Yep. And he did it again. And unlike us, he's a professional. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And in Judy Garland's voice, he screamed... Fuck you, Hammerstone. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know.
3: Our friend John Fodiatis, who you called Tom Fodiacus yes, yes, he was
1: here.
3: <laughs> Why would you know his name? He's only been writing music for the show for four years. John says, Empty City Squares is John on Twitter. He says, in preparation for my appearance, I spent countless hours meditating on the Tao of Frank Nelson.
2: Oh, my that God. That was a ton
3: of fun. Thanks again, the rest of the team. Uh, that was fun. Gilbert that was, was a great Gilbert one. was terribly intimidated that there were six people in the room.
2: He, yes, <laughs> yes. he was
3: just going to go home. <laughs> Uh, let's see what else we have here. So for now the Frank Nelson. Uh,
1: hey, we got to give a shout out to, if, if no one tweeted about it, John Beach's intro for the Mario episode.
3: Whoa, yes!
1: Wasn't so that fucking Where great? Where are my manners? That oh was terrific. Oh my God, that was so good.
3: Yes, John Beach. Well, Gilbert doesn't know what I'm talking about because no. he doesn't
1: go back and listen oh, to the show. Oh my no. God, Gilbert <laughs> listened to it. Dara did, I made no, Dara. No, I emailed it to you guys. Though.
3: I know, but I made Dara listen to it and she loved it. It's a, it was a it was a fake out, Gilbert, of a 1960s kind of uh, 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 Christmas special,
2: that's, like that's a Dean Martin. Martin.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the intro. Why am I getting feedback? Is it from my phone, Frank?
1: I don't
3: know. Oh uh, well, my, because I turned it up in here. I got my mic open. That's okay. Uh, let me see. Uh, buh, buh, buh. Richie Wilson writes: If the Academy doesn't let Gilbert Gottfried host this year's Oscars, (laughs) then these people have no clue on how to make television history. Not a zip, zero, zilch. Have you been approached, Gilbert?
2: Well, yes, because I'm totally inoffensive.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, David War. David War. D-A-V-I-D-W-A-R. David War. Uh is responding to something Cliff Nesterov, our friend Cliff Nesterov, posted.
2: Oh, about Abbott and yes, Costello? Yes,
3: David writes, and when the man gets the obscene film, who picks it up? Every reel of it.
2: Cliff <laughs> posted, go I, ahead. I had heard that even before Cliff yeah. wrote about it, that Abbott and Costello, particularly Abbott, had a large collection of porn.
3: Yes, well, Red Skelton, they said.
2: Too. Oh, oh Red, yeah, that Skelton had a made they, they
3: say that he had a please don't sue us that he had a, uh, a collection <laughs> of stag reels Oh. I don't know about Luke Costello. That's news to me, but I would never question Cliff.
2: Yeah,
1: how do you we tie that? that into the strawberry milkshake in some way? I don't
2: know. Yeah, but, but I'll find about a way. The Abbott one. We yeah.
1: went to see
0: uh, Stan and Ollie. Have you seen that? I saw it. I had a it was screener. Great, great. It was great. Yeah, it's really, really great. great. You should uh, see that.
3: Some factual yeah. errors, but I no, won't. I'm not, harp. I'm not surprised. Yeah, you know, they got the names wrong. I'm going to pull
1: a poll maneuver here. In the in the in the most, I think it was the Dick Cavett episode. You mentioned having a screener, and then you said, "I'll lend it to you." to, uh, I guess it was Dick Cavett. Yeah. And you're not really allowed to share those things, oh, so I, yeah. I cut that out of the episode. Oh,
3: actually, that was a screener that was given to me by somebody else, not a guild screener, not a union screener.
1: Oh, okay. So I, I could have shared that you one. You could have shared I was like, I just didn't want to get you in trouble, so I cut but that out.
3: You're a kind fellow. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. Uh I don't share my guild screeners. That's a way to get yourself in deep right in out deep, of the guild. In
1: deep doo-doo. I do want to see that movie though, and I can't find it playing anywhere. It's fun. Did you see Stan and Ollie?
2: Not yet. Uh-huh. But I'm I'm waiting. I'll probably get a screener pretty soon.
1: You should.
3: You're not gonna get mine. <laughs> uh Richard Kine followed me on Twitter. There you go.
2: Just now? Just now. Three years later. Thank you, Rich.
3: I appreciate hearing yeah, from I, you. I
2: I heard that both great and uh Laurel and Hardy.
3: Terrific a particularly Coogan really disappears yeah in, in, into the role. Somebody complained that his hat was too large for it. I think there were some liberties taken, some artistic license with the truth. Hal Roach is not portrayed in a very flattering oh yeah in a very flattering light. I won't tell you anything else about it. but Riley is a guy that I think we should try to get in here. Because I think he's uh, one of the, he's one of our amazing throwback guys who kind of loves the old stuff.
0: What about what about what about Coogan? Would we'll Coogan... try them both. Yeah,
3: we'll try them both. Steve Hanna, I gotta give Steve Hanna props for the for the Danny Thomas.
0: Did you see this? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Gilbert is just reacting. Yeah. Our artist in residence, Steve Hanna. Uh, I hope you're listening, Steve. Uh, for Danny Thomas's what would have been his There's 106th his birthday,
2: star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, and a glass coffee table uh, over the star, and a cho- what? What I'll say is a chocolate cake
3: on top of the star. Yes. Steve's work. Did you see the thing he did with you as the reindeer? As the foul-mouthed yes. reindeer? Yes, oh, That was yes. disturbing. And I was, I don't know what I was. I guess I was Hermie the elf. <laughs> I was Hermie the dentist. And Mar- Mario saw it and tweeted, where the fuck am I in this?
2: <laughs> yeah, they they said Gilbert the foul-mouthed reindeer.
3: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lastly. Oh, uh, Gilbert the blue. It was the blue-mouthed reindeer.
2: Blue-mouthed reindeer, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah,
3: with Burl Ives in the background. <laughs> name, naming names. <laughs> My wife was very funny. Uh, we were listening to Rudolph, and uh, and it opened up with uh, with with Burl Ives singing, you know, Dasher and Dancer and Prancer. And my wife said, "He's naming names again." <laughs> 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 Liam McEnany. Liam, our old friend. You remember Liam? He interviewed yes. us on his podcast once. I am listening to Real Gilbert and Frank Santopadre talking to Ron Delsner about the lo- the last Automat. Off Times Square. I totally forgot. My grandfather took me there when I was a little kid. I still remember the little glass windows with the food behind.
2: Yeah, I remember those too. And I remember uh, when I was a kid, I used to love, like, uh, my mother would put the coin or the token in. Oh, yeah. And I'd get hot chocolate out of the lion's mouth. Oh, There was great. a little metal. That's, was that in the Hoarded Heart at 1 in, in 42nd Street? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a little metal. A lion head, and I'd get hot chocolate.
3: (laughs) Great memories. And to bring this full circle, I love that Delsner episode, by the way. We spent the whole first 20 minutes not even talking about show business.
2: We We were off point. There's a song that someone sang, we'll have to get a copy of it, that I remember the lyrics go, And now I'm big, I'm big and fat, cause I keep. Fun eating at the Automat.
3: Oh, we'll have to find that. Yeah. That's
2: my
1: wake-up song every day. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's my alarm. We had John Aston on the show earlier, as I mentioned, and he's in a movie with Cary Grant and Doris Day called That Touch of Mink. And uh, I was watching it for research. I'd seen it before a million years ago. And there's an Automat scene shot in yes. the Automat with Audrey Meadows. And it was just great. And uh, Richard Deacon. is is in the scene. And it was just great to see the automat functioning because, you know, we get off on on old New York.
0: Movies about old New York. Yeah, Yeah, stuff you can't see anymore.
3: So I don't know when we'll post this, but the John Aston episode was a keeper. It was great. It was thrilled to finally get him here.
2: Oh, terrific!
3: Oh my God, uh, my, know, n- got, my nipples were hard.
0: He's got he's got like the same facial expressions, the same kind of half smile at of one corner of his mouth. Yeah, I mean, it's a really a
3: treasure. Yeah. And we'll put it up in a couple of weeks. <laughs> and that's it for
0: uh,
3: for uh, listener mail. Anything else, Raybone?
0: I think that's it. Still working on my album. Okay. Any day now. Okay. Say goodnight, Raybone. <laughs> Good night, Raybone. <Gil>?
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsessions.
1: Listen a to know about by Beyonce's suit Oh Long Junior It's
0: something we're used to Colossal
1: obsessions These things that we've studied Like why Groucho helped Chico Cause he
0: Just like